הגוט ווכרה בויסאי אה שקויח לילי נשמע סימי מירוס ירוספוס מרדכי We are here live in Yerushalayim at the Goldman residence Yishkoyach Rebietz for hosting We want to try something we want to go from city to city place to place on Matzish Shabbos and next week Be'ezer Hashem we're going to be live in Ranana and after that we'll see so Yishkoyach everybody for coming thank you for being a part of this I was just in two yeshivas on Thursday night talking to the Bacharim and the main message that I have for the boys and I have also for those who are in the workforce and the Balabatim and that is don't forget about Torah because there's so many thousands and thousands of yeshiva guys that go through the system and they have this all or nothing attitude so I've learned Eon my whole life and now I'm working so I need to find a Chavrusa for Eon and until that happens I'm not going to touch Daf Yoimi so what happens is they don't learn for years upon years and it's a tragedy it's a tragedy so the message is that no matter what doesn't matter where you are and what yeshiva you went to and how much you love Eon and Eon is unbelievable and that's probably the better way to learn but we don't know of a better system than Daf because Daf is the consistency of every single day. It's not about the Daf, it's about the Yoimi. And when you're in the workforce, to find the Chavrusa every single day, seven days a week, for Eon, is unheard of. And that's why I recommend Daf And that's why I'm here in Yerushalayim to be Mechazik Dailam, the guys that do Daf If you're doing it, great. If you're not doing it, try it. And if you know somebody that's not doing it, Try to get them involved. This week we're starting Masechtis Chagiga on Friday, this coming Friday. So just uh, the Malavim uh, is sponsored by Usher Ling from Brooklyn. Mr. Fred Ling, Hachover of Shlemim and David on his 50-yard side. After the shear, there's a nice spread in the kitchen. And this is our Chaver, Rabbi Ling's father from Brooklyn. Sponsorship. You're all very familiar with uh, Victor Fold from, where is he from? Not Karnei Shamron. Karnei Shamron? And Zezi Fold, he comes to the Shir very often in the morning. He lives in Ramat Bechemesh, but he's also a very famous quarterback for the blue. Everybody knows blue, the big blue. So here he is. I would prefer without the tongue, but here he is. He's a, he's a piece of work, Zezi. So Zezi and... They won. they won. What is it? The final game? No. Oh, this game. 14-12. They won. Okay, yeah, he's a very, very good quarterback. Um, but I got a bunch of pictures of Victor of him learning on the train all the way from Carnation Road, watching his brother's game during the game, the whole thing. But you got to show Zezi as well. Just one short email, and then we're going to jump into it. We're a little late tonight with all the technical difficulties, of course, on the road. I want to share a story with you. A little more than a year ago, I was speaking with a friend at work and he mentioned that he doesn't have time to learn. <laughs> you know how many times I heard that? I don't have time. I have to work all day, 16 hours a day. I don't have time for 40 minutes of learning. I suggest that we both come a half hour early to work and learn Megillah. We got about halfway through and then it fell apart. The schedule was just too hard. Then the Tainus, I went over to him and suggested they join MDY. Instead of waiting until we started the next Masechta, he told me, let's start with that I was holding right now. He started that day. I asked him how it's going, and he said he doesn't like the beginning. And when he read the, he doesn't like the emails. Okay, great. I told him to, that means he's not watching this, so that's good. I told him to skip it. Fast forward one week, I checked it, checked in on him. He was hooked. He loves to share. We've got another friend that worked to join my cotton. I walked into work one day and heard him and the other guy discussing the day's daf. This past Thursday, he made his first seam on Gemara in his life, all because of your sheer. Mayor Silver. So here's the gentleman that's, that made the seum. And this is... Yeah. Oh! Shalom Aleichem! Get over here! I'm not going to be able to get over here. Are you able to... Come, take, get over. For this, it's worth it. Wow. Your first seum ever? It's my first seum on a Gamara. Yeah, yeah. Come, come. Gary, give him some room here. 
Yeah. 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 Hey, come here, come here, man. Just don't hit those tables. On what? And therefore what? Ah, don't worry about it. This is it. This is the last voice. I hear it is. And I see God is here also. Shalom Aleichem. So it's your first. Hold on. Does, I don't even know. Here, bend down a little bit. I don't know what's going on here because we don't have Gary on the game. Shalom Aleichem. How old are you? I am 32. 32. First Siyum ever. We'll finish shots together. Bezer Hashem. Shalom Aleichem. Come on, get over here. Guitar. Shalom Aleichem. Shkoya for getting in. The sponsor of the Koilol, Hachoydish, Mr. Anonymous, Lil Mishmas, Chayabas Yosef. The seventh month of the is dedicated by the Kessler and Davis families, Rufur Shlemo, for Miriam Esther, Bas Dvoir Bekaroy. Michael and Jamie Vimela the whole month in memory of Dvoir Fegabat Shmuel, and Menachem Mendel, and Elchanan. May the Shamas have an Eliyah, and may Hashem bring Mashiach Bekaroy. We lost a dear Chaver in his low 40s, Yidi Leibowitz. He was our graphic designer. Rip Sholem Baruch Yudas, Rukhan Levrach Ben Arab, Yosef Yechiel, Michal Shlita. Fourth of Adar. What is that for the fourth of Adar? That's today? Yes, it is. Nishma, my mother, my teacher, Sarah, Bela, Bat Yisrael, Dovara Koyan on the 34th yard site. Mary Nishma, Avin Aliyah, dedicated by Ziv Haskell, Woodmere, New York. And by Mark Brown. Thank you. Thank Andrew for connecting me with the eight minute daf MDY. Shkoyach. Rabbi Isai, today's daf Chof Dalit, and we're holding on the top of Chof Dalit, Omer Aleph. Asks Rabbi Yochanan of Shmuel. Now we know Rav and Shmuel were in Bavel. Rabbi Yochanan was the God of Yisrael. And he asks Shmuel. Avelos Avelos Do we have Dvarim Things that you do private. Do you have to be noig on Shabbos or not noig at all? Is there any avelos at all on Shabbos? Omer lei ein avelos b'Shabbos. Oh, there's no avelos. Even in private, you don't do any avelos. Now we're going to see, and Tosis points out, that Rabbi Yochanan didn't accept this from Shmuel. He told him, ein avelos, he said, okay, five to month. I hold, there is avelos. We'll see later on the sugya. Yazir so they said in the name of Shmuel. If Ava was over and he had relations during his Avelos, Chayiv Misa. Chayiv Misa Bidei Shamayim. So, a guy once came to Shul and he says, You heard Yankel, he won a million dollars in the lottery. So everybody's schmoozing. Yankel won a million dollars. Yankel shows up to Shul. He says, is it true? you true that you won a million dollars? He says, let me tell you. First of all, it wasn't a million. It was two million. Second of all, it wasn't a lottery. It was for my business. Third of all, I lost it. I didn't gain it. <laughs> so as I state, first of all, Osir Itma. He's not Chayv Misa. Osir. This is Osir. Big difference between getting your head chopped off and, and an Isser. First of all, it wasn't Shmuel from Babel. It was Rabbi Yochanan. So two problems I have with that Shmuel. And if, in fact, there was something that you heard from Shmuel, yes, there's something similar that Shmuel says, but not for Dvarim Shavit Sina. Avel, who doesn't allow his hair to grow, he takes a haircut and he doesn't rip kriya. He is chayiv misa, not dvarim shivitzino. That's Allah that Shmuel said. How do we know this? He darshins it from the pasuk shenemar sheichem al tifro u'bigdechem loisefroimu v'loisamusu v'goimer. 
that Aaron, the Bnei Aaron, were also, they were Nitzdava, that when the Levavi died, that they should take haircuts. And they shouldn't cut their clothing, but everybody else has, cannot take a haircut and has to cut their clothing. Don't let your hair grow long. And don't cut your coat. Then you're not going to die. So we take that pasuk and we flip it around a little bit. You have a chiyov to take a haircut. You're koyhanim. But everybody else, they cannot take a haircut. And if they do, it's an interesting limud. We flip the whole pasuk around and we say, they're chayimisa. It says in Mesechtis Smachos. What is Mesechtis Smachos all about? Avelos. So why is it called Mesechtis Smachos? Because of a Lushen Ma'alya. It's a Lushen Saginar. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it's the opposite of a Simcha. So it's called Mesechtis Smachos. Avel, Asr, Lashamish, Mitazibi, Avloi. He's also in relations with Maisa Bechot Shemesh Mitazibi, Avloi. Vishamtu Chazirim as Gviyasai. Two Pshatim over here. It's very similar to that Gemara that we had with the wasp, if you remember that Gemara. I think it was also on the Matzah Shabbos. Okay. Something similar. Rashi says that Chazirim came and they ate his bris. Others say they ate his body. Gviyah usually is a body, but in this case, because it was like a Midah connected Midah, because he was over. And that's Akashbok who paid him back on that aver. Omar Shmuel Pachaz Choiva Neser Rishos. So we have like this. Pachaz stands for Priyas Roish, and we're talking about on Shabbos. On Shabbos, you can't do these Avelos, the top three. If you want to, you can do the bottom three. Red. Cannot do green. You could do if you want to. Priyas roish to cover your head, like a oval used to do in those days. You cannot do on Shabbos because it's obvious that you're acting by avelos. People see you with this funny covering that nobody else does is problematic. Chazoras kera. Is it with the aleph or a ayin? Probably with the ayin. Oh. Yeah, I see, I see. Okay. You got to take the tear that you have in a shirt or jacket and flip it around. So, or look, something. So, first of all, Priyas Rosh looks something like this. We'll talk about it a little bit in length. The Chazaras Kera looks like this. Here's the guy. Remember, I made fun that it was a guy. We were talking about a woman, but it's actually for this Gemara. You take the shirt. And put it on your back. So here's the carrot. If you want to wear that shirt on Shabbos, you can't show it in the front. Put it on the back. Obviously, if you have a nice new shirt, you should wear that also. Uh, if nobody sees it, I guess the idea is that nobody should see it. It's probably okay. By the way, Gary's in the shear for four years already. Rabbi Sai, we have to give him a round of applause. First question he ever asked. <laughs> wow, wow. Bomb costume, Gary. Wow, unbelievable. Remind me when you asked another question. Oh, four years ago. Yeah, okay, fine. But you must him since the Bismedrish. By the way, I'm not kidding. Gary started a new program. He learns Eon at night. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. He's a big Tamil Chacham. He doesn't do the daf with us, but he learns Eon at night. Oh, so we're still holding here. Skipas Mito. We know, but it's Kedai, why not? This is Kivas Mita, you take the bed and you flip it over. This is all in time of the Gemara, we don't have the Minigan anymore, and they would sit on this bed. That, you must flip your bed right side up. It's Shabbos, you don't act Bavelos. Nila Sandal, if you want to go barefoot, you may go barefoot on Shabbos. Why? Many people go barefoot. Again, this is the time of the Gemara. Tashmish, relations, it's Dvarim Shavitzina, it's up to you. Rechitza, you can learn like Rashi means to, to wash your body, hands, feet. Again, in those days they used to go barefoot, so they had to wash their feet, a lot of mud, even with hot water, but as long as it was boiled before Shabbos. Rashi learns on Shabbos, other Rishonim learn right before Shabbos. Okay, so let's see inside. 
Pachas Choyva. To do Pechaz Zayin, these three, you must do it on Shabbos, you must not act Ba'avelos. Neser, these three, Rishos. If you want to do it, fine. What are they? Priyas Haroish, to cover your head, is, is a no-no. Can't show up in Shul, looking like a, a burqa, like Shomaleichem, Reduvit. Come in. Why? Because it, it's an Avelos. Chazoras Kera, yeah, it's with an Ayin, La'achoyrov, to take your, the, the Kriya that one did during the week, and you have to flip it to the back, Skivis Hamita, and flip your bed right side up. Choyva. That you have to do, it's Shabbos. Nilas HaSandol, not everybody wears their shoes. Tash B'Shamito, Dvarm Shabitzino. Rechitz HaZidayim Reglayim, Bechamim again, nobody will know. Arvis, in the evening, or when Shabbos is in, according to Rashi, Rishos. Rav Omar, so that's Shmuel. Rav Omar, Af, Priyas Haroish, Rishos. Not everybody will realize that you're Ba'avelos if you wear this thingy on your head. We'll go into it. Ushmuel asked the Gemara Maishna Nil Sasandol Drushos Lav Kuliyal Mahavid the Simon Misanayu. Not everybody puts on shoes in those days. Many people didn't have shoes. Many people walked around barefoot. So if you don't wear shoes, nobody's gonna know that it's because of Avelos. Priyas Haroish Nami Lav Kuliyal Mahavid the Migal Rishayu. Why does Shmuel say it's Osir to cover your hair like the Shemaleichem? Why is it a big deal? Says the Gemara, Shmuel Tamei Dom Shmuel Kol Kera Sheni B'Shas Chimum Enoi Kera. So here we have we have a new idea. Is Kriya has to be done the day? Right now we're going to say the day. We're going to fix it a little bit, maybe. Kriya must be done the day of the Tsar, the day of the death of the person. Now let me ask you, many times. I don't know, a lot of yours, young Baruch Hashem, so you don't know about this. But many times, people go, let's, let's say they go with the, the Aron Teretz Yisrael. When did they do Kriyat? Two days later, by the basic Kavaris. But it says it has to be B'Shaz Chimum. So Taisi goes into it and says, yeah, if, first of all, if somebody didn't do Kriya, then of course you have to do Kriya later on. But another B'Shaz in Taisvis, Taisi says that a person can make a Chimum at any given time. If you do something new that creates this terrible feeling of loss that a person has in the first day, then he could do chimum, then he could do kriya then as well. And that applies to everything, says Taisvis, to, to not only a parent, to, to a Rebbe, to, to, to a other relative, whatever it is, if he, let's say the person died on Sunday and he had a tremendous tzara then and then he calmed down, but then somebody brought up a halacha that he said, it's a story and that invigorated this this terrible feeling of tsar, then he's allowed to tear kriya then as well, says Taisos. So, says the Gemara, and if a person rips kriya, not during the shas chimum, when he's terribly sad, it doesn't count for anything. In fact, if a person rips his shirt, when he's not in terrible pain, what is he over on? What Avera? Baltashchas. Tearing his clothing for no reason. If you don't cover your head like an Arab, that's not covering your head. So what does it mean? So there is a machlaikus actually, and we discussed it in the beginning of the Masechta. One shot is that you come over your head all the way down to here, this way. And another shot is, you come upwards this way. That's why I believe most people besides me and the Gronics, they take their talus and they go over their eyes, their yaitza, the, the Rishonah that say it's this way. Then they take the talus and they're very careful to whip the guy next to them with the tzitzis. <laughs> and they cover the bottom part. To be yaitzah both shitas. So that's Ativas Ishmaelim. One of those two shitas. The guy is always the gra. There's a machlag, is how you put your mezuzah. Do you put it straight up like this? Or do you put it like this? So what does everybody do? They go like this. That's why a mezuzah is on an angle. The gra passing is like the rashba, I think it is. 
and he says it's straight. Svaradim also. A lot of times the, the, the Gura is like this. Yeah. He's very into deciding. The, so it's possible. That's why when I do, I do like this, I just go up to here and that's it. I don't do the, the whipping thing. Where do you bring the towels down? Till here. Gube the Dikna, I think, would mean right over here. These two bald spots that you have under your lip. So you bring the towels all the way down here. Some Rishayim say, what do you mean? What, Yishmaelim? They didn't know where they're going? They all had walking sticks? Like, if the towel's up there, how could they see? That's why they say it's from bottom up. That's the Machlaikis. Okay. This is that, Rebbe, that Shmuel says that you have to uncover your head. You have to take off this special covering, this Yishmaelim thing on Shabbos. Otherwise, everybody will know that you're Babils. That's because you're not you're not wearing shoes. Everybody sees. Look, you could look like an Arab all you want. You could put a big giant thing on your eyes and cover your eyes, but people see you wearing shoes, and everybody knows if you're wearing shoes, you're not Ba'avelos. So it's like a big sign on yourself. I'm not I'm not acting Ba'avelos. So what if I'm my my coverings over my eyes? Says the Gemara, continue. As we said a second ago, if you tear when you're not upset about the Avelos, it's not considered tearing. We have a question. They told Shmuel, the famous Rav and Shmuel, all over Shas. Rav and Shmuel, they constantly argue with each other, even on this da. So they said to Shmuel, yeah, just a few lines ago, we had a Machlegis Rav and Shmuel. They told Shmuel, Rav was Nifter. He ripped his clothing 12 times. What does that mean? The Gemara understands that it means 12 different days. 12 consecutive days. Now, you just said that you could only rip your clothing the day of. The day of the Misa. How did he rip his clothing 12 times? And why did he do it? Omar. And the Rishonim explain. Have a seat. Come. Shmuel says that Rav kept him in check. I understand this 100%. Like, when I have to prepare a shear, I have to make sure I know what I'm doing because everybody jumps on me. As soon as every shear, I make a mistake. Every shear. And there's always an email. You said it this way, it's that way. And sometimes it's really embarrassing, especially the time I said that when a chicken gets pregnant, I get it, whatever. There's a lot of different mistakes. Fine. But... I have to learn my Chavrusa. I prepare before I learn the Chavrusa, and then I go to my Chavrusa. And he knows Kalatari Kula, and in seconds, if I say something, I give him, usually I like to write down a Sikum, especially when I do the 8-minute daf. I put it all down in a, in a synopsis, and I give it to him. And in seconds, he's brilliant. He looks at it, and he goes, oh, you made a mistake here, you made a mistake here, da-da-da, like that. So you have to be on your toes. When you have somebody that keeps you on your toes, the learning is completely different. If somebody just opens up an art scroll, and he wants to be yoy design, Nobody's going to check. So somebody just reads it. Somebody he knows what he's talking about. Somebody doesn't. But when Rav is there and Rav is going to criticize Shmuel, it's a whole different learning. It's on a different level. So Shmuel, I just lost the guy that keeps him in check. I'm not scared of anybody else. I'm scared of Rav. So I have to I have to rip Kriya twelve times. They told Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan, same generation as Rav and Shmuel in Eretz Yisrael, as we just saw here. They told Rabbi Yochanan that Rabbi Chanina was nifter. He tore 13 clothing of melas, of silk, ties, I don't know what he, whatever he had, made out of silk. Omar, Again, Rabbi Yochanan said the same exact thing. Here's something that kept me in line with my learning, made me learn stronger and better, and he's gone. So, but we said, so bottom line, what's the question? The question is, we just said that you can only do Kriya the day of. Here is, you have a, two cases, 12 days in a row, 13 days in a row. Shani Rabbanon, the Kivin, the Kol Shaito, Matkir Shmatayu, Keshas, Chimum Domi. So here's where Taisis got his idea. That there is a, a situation where a person is so sad about the Ptira, like the day of the Ptira, whatever it is. So when it comes to Gdailam, and there's another gadol that remembers a dvar Torah that the other gadol says. Shmuel also remembers. Oi, 
Rav told me this and this. And then he, it, all over again. It starts all over again. Those terrible feelings of tsar come back. And when you have the terrible feeling of tsar, you rip a kriya. But he wouldn't rip it stam. Like, oh, every morning at the same time he would rip. He'd wait during the day until he remembered Rav and he was really sad about it. Then he ripped. Ravin Barad told Rav, your Talmud, Rav, Rav Amram said, all seven days, the Kriya, the Kriya is right in front of him, if he wants to change it up, he wants to wear new clothing, and he has to rip his clothing again. There is a Eitzah, we know this idea, from the nine days. If an Ovel wants to wear new clothing, so somebody else has to wear it for a day or two, some say for an hour or two, a few minutes, like nine days, but there is this idea that you could wear. But he has to rip it again. He has to tear it again. Is that a question? Yes. Why? Because we just said that you only tear your clothing the day of the Misa. We're talking about three days later, his, his shirt is all smelly, so he decides to put on another shirt. And he has to rip the Kriya again. He has to tear Kriya. But it's not the day of the Misa. That's Gemara's question. And we're just going to continue out the Braisa. In Shabbos, you take the tear, you flip, you take your sleeve, you just put on the shirt backwards. Interesting way to go to Shul, no? The collar that way, tie over here, whatever, okay. Bimbala Achlev. Bachram, do it, okay. No, Bachram, they flip the shirt inside out. They put the, you know what I'm talking about? They wear it normal, but they just flip. Okay. Nobody is. Shall I do a demonstration? Of course, on Shabbos, you put on a new shirt, Erev Shabbos, right before Shabbos comes in, you don't do Kriya. But the bottom line is, the question is, how do you do Kriya when it's not the day of the Misa? We're not talking about the halacha of Kriya, we're talking about the special respect they give a parent, a father, a mother, and that you do another Kriya, you're right, you're not sad, as sad as the day of the Misa, you don't have those same emotions, and you shouldn't have to do Kriya then, but we do it just for the covet. So let's say a person's father is nifter on a Sunday, on a Wednesday he decides he has to switch out the shirt. It's enough. He's very hot, sweaty, that gets another shirt. Does Kriya. We learned that for a parent, you never do a, a special stitch. You could maybe put it together a little bit, but in those days, shirts were very expensive. Jackets were very expensive. So for a parent, you never stitch it up beautifully. What about this Kriya that he did on a Wednesday, three days after his father's Ptira, in which he really didn't have to, but he did it for the COVID. Could he stitch it up? Could he stitch it up? We have the father, remember this. The father of Rav Oishia is one mandama, and Bar Kapara is another mandama. They both argue. I don't know who says what. I just know that one says you could and the other one says you can't. I'll prove it to you. That's the father of Rabbi Shai that said, no good. Because Rabbi Shai, the son, this the Rabbi Shai, the father of Rabbi Shai, I guess he was known as the father of the tremendous Rabbi Shai. Rabbi Shai himself says, so it only makes sense that where did Rabbi Shai get it from? Rabbi Shai got it from his own father. Right? It makes sense. So we know that the father of Ishai is the one that said, do not stitch it up nicely, even though you did it in the middle of the week, far away from the Misa. Says It makes more sense. You thought you got us, you, you figured it out. You didn't figure it out. Yes, Ishai's father was his father, but he had a Rebbe called Bakapara, and he most likely got halachas from his Rebbe, not from his father. So we still don't know who said what. Amarava, okay, new Allah. Amarava. On Shabbos. Says Rava, again, this is Dvarim Shavitzina. How does a person walk around in his own bedroom? Could he walk around with Kriya or not? It's Shabbos. Same, same question that we started off the Dach. Dvarim Shavitzina, Noyeg, not Noyeg. Says Rava, if he wants, he could walk around in his own house. Nobody will know about Says the Gemara, Abaya Ashkechel Rav Yosef. Again, all over Shas, we have Rav Yosef, the Rebbe, and Abaya. 
You have a bayi always asking Rav Yosef, his Rebbe, questions. I'm assuming that he didn't knock on the door. He just walked into his Rebbe's house. Because had he knocked, maybe the story would have been a little different. He walks into the house, somehow, he gets in there, and he sees his Rebbe, the Paris, he sees his Rebbe walking, pacing back and forth with a head covering. Now, head covering is for Avelos. I was one Zaycha as a kid, I was maybe 12 years old. I went to visit Rabdan Segal, Zolzang I don't know if you know, very, very, very chashev person. I had a, I had a, a, a kesher with him because I learned in Tiprach as a kid and he's the Mishgiach, whole thing. So I went to his house, actually, I went with my father on Hanukkah. And the Rebbitson said, wait, the, the Mishgiach is busy. So in Bnei Brak in those days, they had these doors with glass that would close the sliding doors. Remember the sliding doors closed with like this uh, milky glass. And we're looking at the glass and all of a sudden we see this figure, boom, boom, just flying around the table. He didn't know we are in the house. And he's dancing, he's singing by himself around the table, the Hanukkah stuff that, you know, whatever. Left a big Roshim. Like in everything, fast, like by himself. Okay. Abaye comes into the house and he sees Rabbi Yosef going around like this. And Rabbi Yosef doesn't notice him because he's wearing this, uh, this uh, covering. Amalei, excuse me, Rabbi. What are you doing? Why are you wearing a head covering on Shabbos? You're not supposed to. Remember, on the top of the Amod, Rabbi Yochanan asked Shmuel, what's the Allah? Do you have to be noyeg betzina or not betzina? So Shmuel, no. You don't, you don't wear a head covering. That's Rabbi Yochanan asked Shmuel. And over here, you see that Rabbi Yochanan says, If I'm by myself, in the living room, I wear a head covering. I take off my shoes. I don't do dvarim shibitzina. And that's why he caught me red-handed. So I just want to show you this real quickly. You can look it up in the Mishnah. I'm just trying to save you some time here. I have to do one of these because I can't see it on the screen. Rebeleza says, You want to look it up? It's on the Yutes. It's a long time ago, the Mishnah. Still in the same Mishnah. What's going on here? Oh, yeah, but I have to look over there. Oh, Atzeres means Shavuos. Shavuos is how many days? One day. So he says, if Shavuos falls out in the middle of Avelos, since it's only one day, so it doesn't do anything. You don't, you don't get a break. It doesn't cut off all of the Shiva. You continue Shiva after, Shabbos, after, after Shavuos. Just like Shabbos doesn't stop the Shiva, Shiva continues immediately after Shabbos, so too Shavuos. Next sheet is Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur Yom Kippur Golem. The Rosh Hashanah is Yom Kippur also is like a Yantif. If Rosh Hashanah falls out of the middle of Shiva, it stops the Shiva. Rosh Hashanah falls out of the middle of Shleishim, it stops the Shleishim. Chacham Mayimim like the Rizev like the Rizev. No, Atzeres El Atzeres Kira Golem. Shvuas, and we're going to see. I'm going to. We could say it again. Why not? If a person forgets to bring a carbon, tremendous chiddush. When I learned the first time, I was shah. You have to bring a carbon on shvuas. Every time you come to the Beis Hamikdash for the shalish regalim, you have to bring karbanas. On Pesach, you bring a carbon Pesach. But this is a list of karbanas one has to bring when he goes for Pesach. And when it comes for sukkahs, don't forget. By the way, I have this. I had. A, I was makrotovit to my wife Barabim today. Why? I, I filled up a whole cup of, when I was washing my hands, I filled it all up. And I realized when I filled up the thing, it was on the hot water. And now our hot water is instant hot. So when you turn on, you just turn on the faucet a little bit, the yunkers goes on, fire goes on. You're turning on a fire on Shabbos. That lachari is a shayik. It cost me $500. I have to bring a nice chatos when Mashiach comes. She saved me. She turned off the yunkers before Shabbos. Fine. First time ever. First time she's ever done it. I told her during the week, we have to start doing it because of this. Just in case somebody does it, it's a chashash. Show you. Anyway. But when Mashiach comes, when the Beis Hamidish comes, we have to bring korbanas, a number of korbanas. One of them is the Eilis Riyah. Every time you go to the Beis Hamidish, bring the Eilis Riyah. 
And every yontav you have to bring a shalmi chagiga. Right over here. Shalmi simcha, shalmi chagiga. Let's say a guy goes to the Bishamidosh on Shavuos. Doesn't have money, whatever. He doesn't have two karbanas. He doesn't have the karbanas. He has an entire week to bring the carbon. Why? Because on Sukkot you have seven days. And on Pesach you have seven days. So we gave you seven days to pay it back on Shavuos as well. So say Chachamim, therefore Shavuos acts like a Yantaf. It has seven days. So it has seven days. It cancels out all Shiva. However, Rosh Hashanah and Kippur that don't have these Karbanas. You don't have to make, you can't make up a Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. Therefore, that acts as a Shabbos. Okay. Says the Gemara, where are we holding? Wow, we're late. The halacha is like Rebbe Gamliel right over here. The Rosh Hashanah and Kippur is like a Yantif. This Gemara Abayisai is for me one of the most difficult Gemaras in Shas to read and to talk about. But it's Torah and this is what we do. We're learning the halachas of Avelus. And Bezer Hashem, because we are sitting here and we're going to be learning these halachas, we should never know from these things. Never ever know about burying a child, burying a little kid. Says the Gemara. The first, if a, if a baby dies within 30 days of the birth, So exactly is it talking about a baby that came to full term or not full term? But in general, if it didn't last for 30 days, then it's a nafal, and you don't even make a real funeral with a aran and a mita you just hold the baby in your arms i unfortunately saw this once it's very very sad and it brings back a lot of bad memories just hold the baby you don't do a whole thing there's no 10 people three people not only three people bury it but one of the three could be a woman and there's no chashash yichud when there's two men and one woman by the way the they what the minig is that they if it's a boy they do a bris mila on the boy right there by the caver and they name it a name so that it has tchis hamesim and it, by tchis hamesim everybody knows it's a Jewish kid etc. And also, it's they don't allow the parents to know where the the caver is. I know of people that searched and found the caver and. I know one person in particular that's very upset at himself for doing that and finding it and it, it brings a lot of emotions later on and they go and every year and it's a whole, that person, particular person wished that he didn't know about it, that he didn't try to figure it out and the other person I know is happy that he figured it out. So, but the Chavik Edisha doesn't allow it. They don't even allow the driver to know where it is. One person goes and buries. Fine. They don't bury one man and two women because the basic Kfaras has a problem of Yichud because it's secluded. And therefore, that is more of a problem. One man and two women is a problem of Yichud. Sponsored, let's see if I can get this, if I can even read this. Sponsored by Moshe Horn, Moshe Horn, for, in honor of Woody, Ayvei. Shui Kale twins, the Shui Kale twins, I think. I just wrote it in my own handwriting. Last second. Fine. Sponsor and Rebelli, wishing him a slocha in all his endeavors, both in Gashmis and Ruchnis. Thank you. Top of the Avchov Dalaran Beis, Abishol Oimer, Avishechod, Ushte Noshim. Fine. This young child, Rahman you don't do the typical minog of making two rows and the Avelim go through the rows, no rows. You don't make the bracha, and you don't say If the kid was 30 days old, so you put him in an orange, you put him in a nice little box. If you don't know, not a simple box that one person carries, it's a box that you need two people to carry it, you give more covet. These are different levels of respect that you give the mace. This is not a great respect, but more respect. 
and you do the two rows of people, and you make the bracha, and then Ben If it's a baby that's a year old, then you put him on uh, this, uh, what is it called? Like a stretcher kind of thing, Amita. A what? Beer? Yeah, yeah. B E I R? What? B I E R. Says Rebekah, you have to have two conditions. First of all, he has to be at least one years old, but he has to be a larger kid. Then if they take him out in this beer and this whatever it's called, then matzivim is a lotion of their face reddens. They, they they're sad. It, it it invokes pain and sadness. And if it's not in the mita, then it's a lesser darga of tsar. If it's a kid that used to go to shul, I'm saying from the rishonim, a known kid, people know about him. Then you have more people coming to the funeral and and dealing with him. Unknown kid, ain't Rabbi Misaskim Yimoy. Then not. Umahim Behesped. How do we do that? Spadim, Rabbi Meir, Bishem, Rabbi Shmoloimer, Anim. This would be almost counterintuitive. It would be almost the opposite of what you thought. If I asked you, which kid should be Masped? The, the wealthier kid at an earlier age or the, the one that comes from a, a poor family? So the Gemara says, the one that comes from a poor family, you're Masped at a younger age. Why? What's the svar? So there's a number of svars given in Shainam here that Aniim, they don't have much in their life. The, the only thing they really have is their children. So it's a, it's a lot greater tzad. That's what some Rishonim say. Others say a different svar that Aniim, they, they spend so much of their resources in the children. Everything they have, they put in the children. So Mela, that that's another reason why at a younger age you're masked for them and that shirim not. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer Mishmoi in the name of Rabbi Shmuel Aniim bin Echamish Ashir bin Echamish. Okay, just pushes off the dates. But again, it's the same idea that Aniim come before Ashir. Bin Eskenim kibnei Aniim. If a zaken has a younger child, he's like Ani. Why? So they say because a zaken, somebody who's old, is relying on this child to take care of him in his really old age. And I just lost his caregiver. Notice these words here. It's literally word for word what we're going to have in the story coming up right after this. Stands Rivanani, but it's amazing that different people, different country, different everything, but the same words. He stood at the opening at the at the at the door of the Nasi. The Nasi is the one in charge of Klai Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael. If a person sits shiva one day before Shavuos and then including Shavuos, what's going on here? We know Yantif acts as a break in the shiva. So the person. All he has to do is act Ba'avelos for a moment before Yontif comes in. So if he acts Ba'avelos for a moment, that moment is considered seven days. Because now Yontif comes. Now Yontif comes along. So he acted Ba'avelos, Erev Yontif. Now Yontif comes in, poof, he's done with Shiva. How much is that worth? That one moment that he sat, seven days. But now you have seven actual days of Yantif that he can't even do anything. So now you have a total of 14 days. So when it comes to Shleishim, he'll only have to observe another 16 days of Shleishim. Shleishim is 30 days, minus 14. Now he has 16 left. Tremendous Chiddush. What's the Chiddush here? The Chiddush is that Shavuos, we're talking about Arab Shavuos, and Shavuos is only one day, not seven days. So how do we count Shavuos as seven days? The answer is, 
because of this. Since on Shavuos you have to bring a carbon, and if you forget to bring a carbon, you have seven full days to bring the carbon afterwards. So Shavuos is counted as seven days. So Erev Shavuos is seven days. Shavuos is seven days. Total, 14 days. Shama Rabbi Ami Vikpan. Says, Rabbi Ami, what are you saying? Why are you pretending that you made this halacha up yourself? It's your halacha. It's somebody else. Now listen to this. A completely different person. Another Tana. Rabbi Yitzchak Nabcha. Akila the Reish Galusa on the porch of the Reish Galus in Bavel. Before is the Reish, the Nasi in Erzishol. Now it's the Reish Galus. Who's the Reish Galus? The guy in charge of all of Klai in Chuzlart. One Erev Shvuz is seven days. And Shvuz itself is considered another seven days. Harekin Arabasa. So, by the way, there's some that say that there's the, the idea of Ali Larego, and that's why people go to the Kaisal, they flock the Kaisal by Shavuos. And I don't know if you noticed, but people will go to the Kaisal the entire week after Shavuos because of this Gemara. If you miss the Kaisal on Shavuos, you go, based on this Gemara, you still have that Tashlumim, so to speak. Did anybody ever notice that? I'm making that up. Reb Chaim Kanievsky comes after Shavuos. Beautiful. Oh, Shkoyach. Chaim Kanievsky comes to the Kodesh after Shavuos based on this. Givaldi. Shoma Rav Sheshis. Listen to this. Before is Shoma Rebiyami. Over here is Rav Sheshis. It's the same exact story, word for word. Different characters, different people. And here is Rav Sheshis. He was upset. Why is he upset? Is it your Tyra? It's somebody else. But that name is the same because he's the one that authored that. Here we go. How do we know that Shavuos you could bring a carbon if you forgot to bring the carbon? On Shavuos you could bring it for seven days. Yeah? Yeah? It's all in the same Pesach, you can bring, if you don't bring these carbonates, well, obviously, carbon Pesach, you have to bring Erev Oil and Shalmish Simcha. These two. This is one of the questions I like to ask people that don't do that. You pretend that you know it. Somebody asks you, how many karbanas do you bring when Mashiach comes to the Bishamikdash for Pesach? So everybody says, oh, karban Pesach. No, five. You have to bring five karbanas. Four or five. But the Shalmei Simcha and the Eilas Ria, which apply to Sukkot and Shavuos also, you bring it all seven days if you don't bring it. Says the Gemara Adbrei, Rapopular of Avios Sovov Darash. So, Rapopa took Rav Avi on a walk. They were walking around, spazering a teul in the, in the streets over there. And he, and he said in the, in the darshan, gave him a shtikot Torah. The same exact thing that we just said by Shavuos applies also to Rosh Hashanah. Now what's the tremendous chiddush here? What's the kasha? Rav Boisei, somebody ask the kasha. What's the kasha? Oh, tashlumen, very good. Everybody has the kasha together. There's no carbon on Rosh Hashanah. So why, why, is Rosh Hashanah, why is Rosh Hashanah worth seven days? It's not Shavuos. Shavuos you can bring him seven days. Rosh Hashanah you can't bring him seven days. So the Ramban talks about it. The Ramban says that once we know this idea from Shavuos, now we learn from all the Yom Taivim. Harekin Arbasa. Now a bigger question that all the Rosh Hashanah talk about is, why do I care if Rosh Hashanah is worth 14 days? What comes immediately after Rosh Hashanah? Yom Kippur. So Yom Kippur is going to knock it out anyways. It's going to knock out your entire Shleishim. If you do Rosh Hashanah and you have a few weekdays and so Yom Kippur comes and knocks it out. So one of the, one of the answers that the Rosh Hashanah talk about is that maybe it doesn't knock it out. Or if one question, one that says, okay, you're right, it does knock it out. We're just saying. One is that maybe because it's so, they're one after another, you have to you have to act by a little bit in order for Yom Kippur to knock it out. 
Omer Avinu, Hilkoch, Yoim Echad Lefnei Achag, one day before Sukkot Vichag. So you have the seven days of Sukkot, plus the one day before Sukkot equals 14. Right? One day before Sukkot is seven, the seven days of Sukkot is another seven, 14. But guess what? What's the final day of Sukkot? It's not even Sukkot anymore. It's called Shemini Atzeres. It's another Yantif. It's Simchas Taira. That's a whole other Yantif. Ushmini Shaloi. So that's another seven days. Harekan Ezrim Seven plus seven plus seven. Twenty-one. So Mela, how many days are you left with this Shloshim? Nine. Ravina Yiglav the Surah the Pras. Ravina went to the Surah Pras. Omalei Rav Chaviva Misurah the Pras. Ravina. Omar Mar. Is it true that you said that one day before Rosh Hashanah is like 7 plus 7? And with this we're going to finish tonight. You get a, get a nigger I swear to God, as soon as we finish, we're going to start a nigger. Good one. All I said is that the Allah is like a I didn't say anything about Rosh Hashanah. You want to infer from that Rosh Hashanah? Fine. Why not? So some of the Rosh Hashanah explained, like the question we had before. Why would I say that Rosh Hashanah equals 14 when there's the question that the Rosh Hashanah asked that there's Yom Kippur afterwards? Why would I even say that? I would never say that. You want to infer from that? Fine. But all I said is that the Allah is like Rosh Hashanah. Have a wonderful week. Tomorrow morning at 7.15 from MDY. And next week, Be'ezer Hashem, in Ranana. In a beautiful, beautiful location. Have a Givaldica week.